Here we are. We're live. Another live show. It is uh, Monday night. It's at a different day of the week that we do it. It's at a different time. We actually changed the time. You guys will never know. You'll never know. Why live. do we change the time? Because something came up later in the night. We're like, if we're going to get a show in, we got to get the show done earlier. So we moved around our schedule a little bit. And, and sorry if it threw everybody off with 30 minutes notice. But here we are. Here we are. Um, so we're starting the show right now. This is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, the wonderful Joelle. How are you? Morgan, Morgan in the background helping out. Right now she's helping us uh, work up an appetite by eating her dinner when we're sitting here salivating. I already ate my dinner. I have not had my dinner You're the yet. only one who hasn't eaten. Uh, this is a Q&A show. We have something also called Jeff Gelman Seminars. Jeff Gelman Seminars Problem Solving Series. We also... Just finished up a fantastic Jeff and Joel Leash Reactivity Workshop. Now that's, when you see the video that comes out from that, that's going to blow your mind. So we've posted up four pictures already of that. It just We just did it on Sunday, Saturday. And everybody can see all the, all the dogs and all their handlers just sitting down comfortably in a circle with their dogs. Well, earlier that day, every one of those dogs came in trying to literally kill each other. That was a hot crowd. That was a hot crowd, as we say. All those dogs yeah. came in super, super hot. And level 10. Level, level 10. The on level the, 10 lunge. On the Richter scale. It's like on the Dictor scale. They came in very dickish. Yeah. So, and it's always really, really funny. And there's, Joelle and I came up with a bunch of new ideas for a bunch of new shows we're going to be doing. And um, we're actually taking a week off to do some masterminding this next week and down in, in um, uh, sunny Florida. And some great ideas are going to come from that. And uh, really, really excited. And it's all geared around helping people that are struggling. That's, the, that's literally what it is, and helping people that are struggling. So what you'll do is you'll ask your questions. You'll type it in. Joelle's going to answer. I'm going to answer. We also have a full training center here where we do pretty much board and train. We've been doing a lot of one-on-ones right now. I'm um, actually, um, Morgan has been taking them over and she's killing it. Crushing so it. proud of her. She's given us a year more of her life. She came in as an intern and she'll be hired right into the, into the team here. And one-on-ones um, -on will be one of the things she does. And she does a great job. She's got mad skills as well as a wonderful personality. She's got mad human skills. That's right. And boy, she bonks with the best of them. Mm -hmm. So, so let's get going. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, top chat. People have been asking about top chat. Like, how do I get the top chat? That's a YouTube feature and you can pick top chat. And what happens is your question goes to the top of the queue, but you do not have to pay to play. We get through as many questions as we can. All depends on if Joelle's going to have a rant or not. Next. Can't control it sometimes, you guys. Lynn, hi, I have a one-year GSD. Had her for nine weeks and she had no recall and no socialization with dogs or people and goes mad lunging at them. Oof. I use a prong on her and it does help. Would bonker be good to use too? Yes. Do you want to finish the question? Or... Oh, I didn't know there was more. Yeah, on it... a mile walk, I correct her for pulling quite a few times too. I'll do changes of direction with her to get her to look at me. Okay, so a couple of things. Let me do no, Lynn, let me address question number two first. You don't need to get the dog to focus on you. The dog will the dog is going to start organically focusing on you when you become valuable. How do you become valuable? A bunch of different ways. Watch our spatial pressure video. Watch the spatial pressure video. It's free and it's on um, YouTube. Also, on Patreon, we have a Patreon channel, which is patreon.com slash 
Solid Canine Training. We have exclusive videos on there, exclusive how-to videos and exclusive seminar videos that are on there for you to watch as well. Also, you might be correcting too late. So you want to get the dog's body position to be back more into follow mode instead of constantly correcting your dog. Now, as far as the um, lunging, the best example to how to use a bonker when you lunge is ironically that video that's going around right now portraying me as an animal abuser because it looks like the dogs are doing nothing. The thing is, it's like they came to the seminar because one of the dogs actually pulls its owner out of her wheelchair and goes after dogs. And the other dog, the black dog, um, sees a bicycle and goes nuts and bites its owner. So when they're sitting there, what appears to be quietly, they're actually loading and thinking of doing fill in the blank bad behavior. The art of the bonker is to teach the word no. Teach the word no. You always say no. You pause. It's called the latency period if anybody gives a shit. You pause <laughs> and then you bonk. And you bonk hard. Now, it is a cotton towel. It does not harm the dog. In fact, I was just thinking about that today, about like different situations. How many of you have cut your dog's nails too short and you've cut the quick and the dog scream? That causes more discomfort and actually probably long-term issues because the dog will be afraid of having its nails cut yeah. than a bonker does. It is a cotton towel, not a foreign object, not a brick, not a, not a baseball bat. Not a bone. Not a bone, <laughs> not a toy, but it is literally a rolled up cotton towel that was bought for $1.32 at Walmart with two number 64 rubber bands. I have a video on how to make them. It's probably one of the best bad behavior stoppers that exists. It's everything from barking at the front door to jumping on the front door to stealing things to absolutely lunging. But you want to do it pre-lunge. Post-lunge, you missed it. Next. Um... Jamie, this is not starting until 6 p.m. tonight, I understand. Jamie, you misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. It was at 6 at one point. Now, though. at 4 o'clock, you had it right. At 4.15, you got it wrong. Next. Charles, my screen indicates it will start at 5.05. Right. Wrong. We start at 5.03. Today, yeah. Just Anyways, today, Charles. We started. Welcome. Welcome. Jamie said, EGADs, here they are. Yes. Here, here they are. Thomas, here are. hi guys. Look forward to your chat. Stay safe. All right. Always. Thank you. Dennis said hi. Hey, Dennis. Hey, Dennis. Megan, hi there. I have a 14 week old GSC puppy. We have done well with crate training at night, but recently it is becoming a challenge to get him to go in. Ah. Also, when I put him in the crate during the day, he loses his mind, yep. barking, whining. He doesn't like being separated from me. That's, see, that's called separation anxiety. Any tips on how to do, how to get the day, daytime crate training to go yes. better? So, Megan, we are masters. When I say masters, we are damn fucking good at stopping separation anxiety. Number one, massive amounts of structure. Cut down on affection and do crate drills. Dog doesn't want to go in. You have to use force. Oh, no, just throw a piece of kibble in. Trust me. When you work with as many dogs as we do, kibble ain't shit when you don't want to go into a crate. Let's just be sure. honest, okay? And if it is, the dog would have just gone into the crate anyway. Bottom line, we have to use some force. And, oh, well, do a little bit at a time. Nobody's got time. People have to sleep. People have to go to work. So 
what you do is you remote collar on the dog, correct the dog. All the stuff that you have heard of, all the stuff that you've heard of that if you correct a dog or create, it'll create a negative association with a crate is a lie. It is a 100% lie. Do you know why we know this? I don't correct dogs in crates unless they're doing something that needs a correction. Therefore, they're already doing something that needs a correction, such as barking, trying to break out, whining, you know, OCD spinning. Like if a dog is just quietly lying down in the crate, I leave them alone. That would be ridiculous. I'd, in any situation, crate or not crate, unless I call a dog to me and it doesn't come to me, and it stays lying down, well, then there has to be a consequence. That's assuming that it knows recall. So you have to you have to correct that. What also you want to do is teach your dog to double down, do duration work, do duration work in down, do, do duration work in place, and then also do duration work, obviously, in the crates. Next. Jesse, what's up, J&J? 11-week-old Malinois refuses to be good on the leash, constant pulling, have done bonker treats, make her sit when she starts pulling. Okay. She gives no shits. I have prong collar. She's 20 pounds today. How long must I wait? Well, you shouldn't wait at all. I mean, you can wait for a year. It won't get any better. You have to take a proactive role. Number one, treats you can do. I mean, treats are used for a lot of the competition work, competition heel. That's not what I do. I'm a pet dog trainer. So number one, what I would even though this goes off topic a little bit, still make sure you're doing tons of recall, sit down in, in place, all with the dog's daily kibble. That's how we train all of our all of our young dogs. That's how we train all of our older dogs. That's how we train all new dogs that come in here for all obedience. It's classic positive reinforcement training. Yes, it works, but it doesn't stop unwanted behaviors. Now for the pulling, 11 weeks old historically is a, is a little bit young for a prong collar. What I would do is I I would not make a big deal of it right now. I would just work the dog having fun. About 12, 13, 14 weeks old. Go back, go back to the go back to the walk if you want to. Unless you want to do, if you look at any of the sport dog videos on how to heal the dog, but that's a different heal. But at least it gets them to slow down and then understands body positioning. Um, don't have the dog stop and sit and look at you. That's that's I've seen the videos, I've read the read the literature. That's not what we want. It's not what we want. We want the dog to actually walk next to us. Next. Epi, have you ever suited up on a bite suit? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I've taken bites from numerous dogs, not a ton. That's not my field at all. Just like I haven't done much trick training. I haven't done um, much agility. I haven't done much search and rescue. I've done a little bit of tracking. I've done a little bit of bite work, but that's not my, that's not my, that's not what I do. That's not what I do. But yes, I have. I've taken some pretty hard hits. Next. Jamie, hi, J&J from Parking Lot Patty. Had a huge breakthrough this week. Einstein was sitting calm when a neighbor came out suddenly and walked over to us. He didn't jump. He sat there and she got to pet him. Get the fuck out. Good job, Einstein. Look at that, Jamie. Yep. Jamie, you're going to have to start, stop calling yourself Parking Lot Patty. I know. Patty, because I'll tell you why. Was that self-appointed? Yes. She came up with I'll that. I'll tell you why. Being an RVer, we park at truck stops, 18-wheelers. There are people that are in that truck stop that work, if you know what I mean. Those are called parking lot patties. No, they're not. Oh. But there is a name for them. Please don't use that because that's it that just I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to envision that with you. Next. Rachel. 
Had a baby on April 19th. Oh, congratulations. Nice. Dog follows wherever the baby is and licks him. Uh, he seems friendly, but seems like he thinks it's his baby. Should we correct him? He's a bulldog. Yes. This is what I want you to do. It, it does look cute. It is cute. If you put up the video, you will get a lot of people that say that's so cute. The dog loves the baby, yada, yada, yada. You know what's going to happen? In my world, this is what happens. There will be a day. What's her name? April um, was April. Rachel. Rachel. Congratulations, Rachel, by the way. I've got seven children. Congratulations. Motherhood. Um, happy Mother's Day, actually. Um, oh, yeah. So you just made it. Just made, just made it. Um, well, you wasn't just made it. You had plenty of time. You can wait another month. And she's like, fuck you. I was ready to put this kid out three weeks before it came. Um, the, the issue is what's going to eventually happen possibly is you go to reach down to pick up your own child and the dog guards the child. That's my world. That's my world. And guess how it started? Just the way you described it. So what I would do is I would have your dog do a down or go to place and just watch the child and observe the child. Another thing that can happen is, hold on one second. Morgan, yeah. if you have a chance real quick, can you just open up that door? Thank you. Um, another thing that can happen is um, you've, got the, you've got the dog resource guarding the baby, which, which happens. And also when the baby starts standing up and walking, it's a different picture to the dog and things can change. Next. Megan. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. Y'all have been killing it lately. You too, Joelle. Thanks, oh, Megan. Yes, Joelle is definitely killing it. Megan, thank you so much. Jamie, I have something else too, but we'll ask on Patreon Zoom. Sounds good. So I sh I'm going to be away. Um, holy shit, that's tomorrow. Fuck. I'll, I'll let you, I'll, let me see. I'm flying tomorrow. Let me see what happens next. Um, it'll Ashley, be, it'll be, excuse me. I'll do it this week though. Don't worry. Ashley. Hey, we have a five-year-old Pyrenees mix and a one-year-old blue healer mix. We got the puppy when she was around four months and my Pyrenees does not like her. Mm. She goes after her every now and then, and it could just be over when the puppy walks yeah. near her. We plan to get her muzzle, but otherwise we don't know what to do. We don't want to rehome the puppy. We just don't want her to get seriously injured. Right. So a lot of dogs don't like puppy energy um, at all. They don't like it. And this that, that's what people have got to understand. It's like, I don't understand. The puppy is so friendly. It's so cute. And my Pyrenees has always been fine. It's like, I know. But some dogs, like in our world, a lot of dogs don't like that puppy energy all excited. And a lot of dogs will correct puppies. So I don't know what your dog's parenting skills is or, <clears throat> or correcting skills are, if they're off the charts or not. But you sort of right now have to acclimate them by getting them to exist together, go for walks together. And then you've got to advocate for both the puppy and for the, um, the older dog. Right now, um, don't feel like you've got to give both the same amount of affection. So the other one doesn't feel jealous. Yeah. And it's the more structure, there's so okay, there's so many moving parts to this. There's like a hundred things that you should be doing, and probably 20 things you definitely shouldn't be doing. That's why I do these one-on-one -on -one online consults. But right now, let's get them to exist around each other, make sure they're both created up, um, lots of structure, hold the dogs accountable, and also remember that. Chances are right now in this stage of the dog's life, at this age of the of, of the other dog, the other dog just doesn't like that energy coming out of that puppy. Next. J-Ron, hey, J and J, just stopping by to show some love. We'll catch the repeat tomorrow. Awesome, J-Ron. Thanks. Krista, love your videos. 
Any tips on reactivity, barking, lunging at vehicles, yeah. passing on a walk? Yep. We don't see many where I live, but it pushes my dog over her threshold. Sure does. Yep. Krista, that's a, I, I'm very, very good at stopping that. So good about it. My techniques become viral. Um, so what, what you want to do is you set it up. You literally hunt for cars. First of all, make sure your dog has got a proper heel, even though heel does not stop reactivity. We're going to possibly leverage a couple, leverage a couple, leverage a couple of things on that. And Emma Badger, sorry you don't like the show. Guess what? You got another million to choose from, though. Okay, thank you. Tell me about what Emma. Jump on here. What don't you like about the show? And you can't just say you're a dog abuser. Go a little bit deeper than that. Get a little bit more creative than the cut and paste. Um, so, what what you need to do is set it up, and what you've got to do is. Get your dog to load. You'll know what loading is. Loading is the pre-lunging. It's the pre-lunging. You'll be able to tell from crinkled forehead, ears go up, breathing changes, body position changes, and you'll know three, two, one, explosion. That is when you apply your correction. At the loading stage where it appears the dog is doing nothing. Yeah. You know those dogs when owners say they... There was no sign. There's, no, there's always a there's sign. There's always a sign. There's always a sign. Like if you had a video camera on the dog's eyeballs, I can tell you when it's going to happen. I can yeah. literally give you a countdown that is extremely, extremely timely. We, I can almost do it blindfolded because I can feel it. So you just have to get really, really in tune with that. And that's when you give a pretty good correction. Most people nag the dog. The nagging actually makes it worse and actually can send the dog into the explosion. Next. Jamie, people who think bonking is horrible would let their child step off a curb in front of a bus because they don't want to make them afraid of their raised hand. So, yeah, I mean, it's probably one of the gentler corrections that you can do. I think people- It really is. People just have a hard time with this. I mean, we've gotten about 10,000 combination emails and messages and thousands of phone calls. And it's incredible the entitlement that people have, like, take down your website. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. Or you should stop training dogs and donate all your money to the humane organization. Like, yeah, they won't fucking waste it. It's like, what do people think? What makes someone so entitled to do that? It's like, first of all, people need to understand what we do. They have no clue what we do. Just think about all these dogs who are literally dragging their owners by their neck. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. That is more invasive and more painful to the dog than a freaking towel yes. hitting its head. Meanwhile, the towel can stop that. Yeah. It causes permanent tracheal damage with what's happening. Yeah. Nobody thinks twice about that. Dogs no. jumping on people. Dog People, I don't think people understand what arena we're in. That's the problem. It's I've always been misunderstood. So anyway. Maisie, how do I teach my six-month-old German wired hair pointer to not walk so mm. close to me in the house that I trip? I want him to keep better distance so he's not underfoot. Yeah, so Maisie, that's a great, that's great. You do that through correcting. So you proactive is this, teach it place, okay? Teach it the place command. Also, I've got a video on outs. So it's out away from people. So I've got a couple of videos on outs. So it's one that away from people. So imagine you're standing there and your dog is underfoot. You can do a bunch of claiming of space exercises, claiming of space exercises, but you can also teach it the out command, which means literally get out of here. Get out of here. And whoever asked the question about the baby is going to want to know that command as well. Okay. Uh, it's just one of our standard standard commands. Next. Bo, greetings from Oso and mom. We are celebrating our one year anniversary oh, of coming home. Nice, Oso. Oh, Oso. Nice. He's such a good dog. Nice. 
Christy, what do you do when a dog stops after the bonk but turns and grabs a bonker and shakes it? She's a 14-year-old border collie that goes after the older sled dog a lot. It seems to piss her off more. So, Chris, Christy, it's possible that you're not bonking hard enough. Or soon enough. Or soon enough. The dog's already in drive. Mm -hmm. That's what we see the most. So, what happens is people wait until it's already escalating. It's already escalating. And that's too late then. The dog's already in drive. You have to do it way before, way before, to the point where people would, if they saw a video of it, they would look like the dog was doing nothing. So, and I'm being serious. Like the one going around no, like I'm be, And I'm being totally <laughs> serious. Yeah. I'm being totally serious. I'm being serious. It's incredible. It's incredible how effective a well-timed, just think about an alcoholic and, you know, anybody that's struggling with sobriety. And thinking about if you're their best friend and you wanted to make sure they stayed sober, would you allow them to walk towards the bar? No. No. Would you allow them to put their handle on the bar? Nope. The, the, the door? No. Would you allow them to walk in the bar? No. Sit down at the bar? No. Order something? No. So at the first sign that they're walking towards the bar, but even before that, at the first thought of them walking towards the bar, that's when you've got to say. When they're leaving the house saying, I'm going to the bar. It's like, if, yeah, but even, yes. Yeah, I would tackle them. Yes, exactly. No, you're not going to the bar. Right. What? You, hold on here. You just tackled somebody for leaving the house? Well, can I put some context into this, please? This person is an alcoholic. I'm trying to keep them sober. I knew they were heading towards the bar. You didn't because you don't know anything about the situation, but I do because it's my brother, relative, best friend. Or your dog who is exhibiting a known behavior. So that's when the hammer comes down. And no, you don't use a hammer. Next. Christy, so what do you do when a dog? Oh, I already read that. Yep. Rhonda, overly excited dog when company comes over. E-collar, great. Yep. So you can bonk or e-collar, yes. Dennis, what's up? Can I take my doctor dogs out for a drive? All they want to do is, I'm trying to think. <laughs> what? I don't know. So many doctors are typo. Can I take my dogs out for a okay. drive? All they want to do is, I'm trying to think okay. how you can I, stop I, that. Dennis, you have to reword that. First you, of all, you're missing some context so, there. So number one, we never take drive out of a dog ever. I don't want to take drive out of a dog. I don't. I love driving dogs, but. No, I'm thinking out for a drive, like car ride. Yes, that he can do. But, all but, they want to do is blank. Something's missing. Right. What do they do? Bark? Like, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Ask the question again, Dennis. Let me help Anika, you. my Catahoula girl, 14 months, very excitable. She cannot hold place. As soon as I leave the room, she gets out of place unless it's nighttime sleeping. Any videos on duration? So we don't have videos on duration. Why? Because it involves corrections. And we live in a snowflake society that all dogs are perfect and they want to make you happy. And of course they would stay there. But for some weird reason, why is it that all of these people have got dogs that when you leave the room, they break command? Like that doesn't happen. That happens to everybody. So what do you do is this. You get your reps in a place. Get your reps in a place. Then what you do is once the dog absolutely positively knows a command, such as place or down, it's called proofing. Every dog trainer proofs the dog. Now, we use a reward-based system to train a command. We use a reward-based system to train a command. So all the staff uses food, some, you know, clicker or the word yes. That's how we train dogs. We'll do luring if we have to. Absolutely. We'll also add leash pressure in because we want them to understand the concept of the leash, which is a, which is a huge issue that people need to understand more of. Yeah. And, and I think that 
um, what's happening is this. Once the dog absolutely positively knows it, walk three feet away from it, be holding onto the leash, crouch down and make kissy noises. We just put a video up of that today. And then if the dog breaks command, say no and then correct. Oh, that's not fair. Yes, it is. I'll tell you why it's fair. Because there's a couple of things that you need in your dog training curriculum. You need to know what the command is and how to teach the command. Then you need the release word. We use the word break. So we have a command such as down, and then we have a word such as break. Everything in between means do nothing. We don't use the word stay. You actually don't need to use the word stay. Okay? So it's command and then break. Command and then break. Everything in between is not allowed, meaning breaking the command without being told to break it. So once the dog absolutely positively knows it, then you go into your proofing stage. And with the proofing stage, when they break command, you say no, you apply your punisher. When punisher is not abused, it's been hijacked by woke. So what you're going to do is you would say no, leash pop, no, remote cower stim. Then if the dog needs guidance going back into the command, you give the dog the guidance going back into the command. By the way, this is all classic textbook, SOP, standard operating procedure, dog training. S-O-P. Okay. So I love it when people are like, and you're not training like you're supposed to. It's like, ooh, the god of dog training just emailed me privately. I feel blessed and honored. It's like. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. It's like, I've been, I've been appointed, you know, I've been anointed to say that I'm doing it wrong. It's like, that's how you get dogs to actually be extremely reliable off leash as well as on leash. Okay. So excuse me if I'm joking so much about this, but I sort of have to because it's out of control. It's out of the control that it's almost foolish. Next. Pat, where do you actually make contact on a dog with the bonker? Does it make a difference? You know, we, we go right for the head because that's the most top uh, of the head. Top of the head. Tell you, not never eyeballs. by the eyes. Yeah, not, not, not towards it right there. But believe it or not, when I've said no and I've thrown it, and if a dog is quick, it sometimes misses them. And guess what? It's, Still works. it's almost as effective. Well, then why don't you just miss them on purpose? Because it's always effective when you when you when you when you don't miss them. That's why, when you don't miss them. Next, Mitchell. Hey, I have a GSC. Just got an e collar and have been off leash training. Nice. She's doing awesome. I've been doing stay and heal. What do you think the next most useful skill would be? So we actually don't do stay, but uh, we just do command, and then the stay is defaulted in. Just to give you a heads up, so all of our sits down place, it's defaulted stay. It's defaulted because then you have to give command and then stay, which is like it's believe it or not, dogs are capable of staying for two hours, three hours, four hours without the stay command. Once they understand the release command and their word, I would teach what, what did you say? Walking and, and heal and stay is what he's been doing. Oh, I would work, do I would do place, place because place is a great household command. Next. Kim, hello. I have a 15-week kind of corso. The vet told us to stop putting collars on him and only use a okay. harness. Okay, so Kim, can I encourage, highly encourage you to find a, a educated like, vet why? to use to go to a gigantic that corso. Is, so you have a corso which will could possibly go up to 230 pounds. If you put a harness on that dog, say goodbye to your <laughs> arms. Unless you're gonna you're gonna want to put a parachute on your back so you can just fly now, through the air. No, no, but hold on here now. What I would do is you probably would save some money on AAA because if you ever ran out of gas, <laughs> the dog could probably pull your car home. Yeah, that is the stupidest advice. Like why ever coming from a for, well? Let's put it. Let's scale it. I love my vet. 
but they're medical professionals. They're not trainers. They took no training classes whatsoever. They don't know anything about training. It's like this. This is what I would say. I would ask your vet, bring a pulling, pulling dog to your vet and say, give them five harnesses to pick, give them one and say, show me how to walk the dog. Okay. No, the dog needs to understand pressure, leash pressure. Next. Uh, Megan. Okay. Thank you. We originally trained with treats going in and out, opening and closing the door right. and it was fine. Absolutely. He now refuses to go in and out for food, but eventually goes in. Right. Then once he comes out, he runs to his blanket and melds it almost like he's pacifying himself. Yep. It is no longer in the crate with him as he has chewed holes in it. And I don't want him to consume fabric. Correct, Cause your dog could die. So that's when you put a leash on your dog and you take a more proactive stance on the training. So all of our puppies we use food, we throw food in and they go in. Okay. Food works until it doesn't. Always remember that. Food works until it doesn't. We train with food, but then we stop. Why? Because it only will work for so long. Then you have to start doing leash pressure. Then you have to start doing Understanding how to apply an intolerable consequence, a punisher, a correction. Take your word of choice. Next. Oh, sorry. Denise, my great Pyrenees, Anatolian Shepherd, and I are making progress thanks to your advice. She's up to 45 pounds at 18 weeks. Whoa. She's still biting and even lunging at me at times, but we're good. You're good. Denise, I want you to be great. Tell that dog to cut that shit out. Yeah. So at 45 pounds, 18 weeks old, Okay, if I had an 18-week-old Pyrenees Anatolian mix, and if anybody doesn't know anything about these dogs, these dogs are bred to kill mm -hmm. with no training genetically, genetically. So one breed will sit and protect the livestock and keep things away from the livestock. One will perimeter, run the perimeter, and kill anything that comes near the perimeter. They don't ask questions. They don't say, excuse me, would you kindly leave? You know what they say? I'm just going to kill you and leave you there. Because when they drag you back to the owner's back step, it's coyotes at your back step are like, hold on, did I piss off the mob or what? Yeah. So that's a horse, but still. So I think it's really, really important that we understand what we got on our hands here. I would stop that and I would stop that immediately. Next. Angelina, my dog is terrified of his collar. I worry for his future as he gets older due to his aggression. He's rescued at the age of one and he has shown nothing but fear from his previous owners. However, my dog's an Australian cattle dog and he struggles with knowing who is in charge. Please help me with tips. I would like to introduce the prong collar, but I do not want to damage okay, my dog okay. any more right. than what he already is. So Angelina, you need to do a one-on-one -on -one counsel with me. I'm not saying that just to say it, but first of all, okay, let's take the dog. I want you to never, ever, ever talk about that dog's past again. Never. Wipe it from your memory. Wipe it from your memory. Okay. A prong collar does not mess up a dog. And people that say they do don't know anything about prong collars. Why? I probably have used them on, I don't know, 10,000 plus dogs. A prong collar is actually as barbaric as it looks, is the gentlest thing to put around a dog's neck. It is designed not to cause any harm. Well, then why do dogs listen? 
like food trained dogs. Why do they listen? They're in pain eating the food. It doesn't have Tabasco sauce on it. Give me a break. <laughs> so it's a stupid fucking analogy. So this is it. The What you need most is leadership and structure, but you're afraid to give that dog leadership, structure, and consequences because you're afraid that you're going to be the meanie, but you're not the meanie. In fact, I think in your biopic, you had a child, right? So with your child, I'm sure you have got structure. I'm sure there is consequences, but there is also love, but there's a time and a place for everything. But you're not going to ruin the dog by teaching it obedience, by correcting it for things that you do not want to do anymore, by holding it accountable, by having a schedule, by having a routine, and by having high expectations of your dog. But love and affection is not going to help this dog. I'm not against love and affection. What I'm saying is if love and affection stopped unwanted behaviors, if love and affection made the perfect dog, why the hell are we seeing so many badly behaved dogs than ever before. And guess what? They've gotten so much love and affection that it's actually killing them. It's literally killing them. And for all the people out there that think that that's all they need, man, I'd love to see what your dog is capable of. And maybe it did work for you. Let me show you some other dogs. Next. Jamie said, I'll call myself Gwen, the queen of gravity then. Love it. Gwen. You can't quite fit that on a hat, but it will fit the t-shirt. Mm -hmm. You can keep it. Courtney, thank you for the advice on the bunker. And it worked. Yes. Go all, figure. Yep. All my all, all my advice always all, all my advice always works. Um, Dennis, Jeff, how can I stop a dog from jumping on the front seat when I run in the car? What kind of car is it that you can run in it? How big is this guy's car? Answer the question. I don't understand. When he runs in the car? I don't know. When he goes in the car. So when you go in the car, dog just on the front seat. This is what you're going to do. Keep a leash on the dog. Keep a leash on the dog. Walk up to your walk up to your car. The dog should be in the back seat, correct? So you might need some help on this. Open up the car door. If the dog tries to get in the back seat without permission, correct it. Okay. This is all unspoken, by the way. You don't have to say sit. You don't have to say wait. You don't have to say stay. Close the car door. Open the car door. Dog tries to get in. Correct. This is with a prong collar and a leash. Open the, close the back door. Open the car door. The dog waits. Bingo. Tell him to get in. You can also do the exact same thing opposite for coming out. The dog can't come out without permission. Now put the leash on a tie back. Tie the leash to something on the car. Now, if the dog tries to jump in the front seat, it self-corrects. If you don't have that, you can have a person sitting in the back seat and have that person correct the dog. If you've got an SUV with a third seat, you can have somebody sitting in the third seat, your dog's in the second seat, and it becomes even easier. Next. Angela, hey, I'm from Scotland, becoming a balanced trainer. As you guys probably know that there's so many misinformed and uneducated people who are looking to ban e-cause and prongs in the UK. Yes. I'm looking for some advice on how you deal with clients overcoming using the tools due to negative outlook and how you explain it to them. Love all your videos and have learned so much. Thanks. So Angela, you need to make it. I'm very familiar with what's going on in the UK. I am extremely familiar with what's going on in the UK. I actually sat down with your parliament and I met with your parliament and discussed e-cower usage as an invited guest to craft help craft laws. Um, 
And I told them I was against all of it. And they didn't take that kindly, but then we spoke for another hour. So what I can tell you to do is make a ton, a ton of videos showing your work. And then you work with people, then you put out articles, blogs, you put up testimonials, you make a lot of how-to videos, show your body of work, show you working with clients, show happy clients, show befores and afters, show before, during, and after, but be ready for the fucking heat to come down because the UK is incredibly, incredibly nasty. <coughs> that is fact. Just a little. That is fact. We did a little experiment two years ago when that bonking video first came out. By the way, that's a two-year-old video going around. Okay. It's copyrighted. So. Uh-oh, Jeff's stripping. So Where's the top chats? Okay. Throw this guy some cash. So so what's happened? What's happened? So, it, so what it is is we got so much hate from the UK, we did an experiment. We're like, you know what? On Facebook, let's shut off the UK from seeing our stuff. <laughs> All went away. Because <laughs> you can, Facebook... You can shut off countries. Yeah. So we shut off the UK. Hate went away. It went from thousands of pieces of hate to none. Yeah. To none. To none. Very interesting. Yeah. So show your results. Results work. Next. Becky, 10-month-old lab not wanting to get in the car basically puts the brakes on. How do I go about training? So what you're going to do is your dog's going through a fear stage. This is it. A lot of people would say throw in food. Okay, if anybody knows anything about dogs, when a dog is in a fear state, it won't take food. Fact. Fact. This is what you do. You have to start understanding how to use leash pressure. Compulsion work. You have to understand about the art of leash pressure and how to train with compulsion, which is leash. So what do you do? Have the dog come up, take the leash, throw it through a long line, throw it through the other end of the car, have somebody else pulling while you walk up to it, get them in the car any way you can. If you have to give them a little bit of a lift up, give them a little bit of a lift up, but I want that leash pressure to be there. Get them in the car, release them, have them come back out, repeat, repeat, repeat. Once the dog is doing it voluntarily, put it on a command and then the dog does it on command. I've done that probably 1,000 times, and all these dogs that we have that we say, you know, load up or truck, I use the word truck, um, they jump in. Nobody, it's like, wow, your dog's all just, you say truck and your dog's race to the car. We have videos of us, it, 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 when we were in the RV and we're out playing chuck it and mm -hmm. we'll go, truck, all five dogs go racing into the, like literally one after another. You come so close to hitting my face every time you do that. I don't think you even realize it. You're like right here. All <laughs> sorry, single single file, single file. They all they all race. They all race in. How did it start? Some of it started, like I said. Some of it started because dogs just had no problem going in. Next, Jesse. Okay, thank you. I've hand fed her from the beginning. She actually doesn't even like to eat from her bowl. She knows set, plat, spin, sit pretty, place, heel, position, stand, and out. Recalls instantly. I use a whistle, start IGP in two weeks, and she loses her mind outside on the leash. I did get her to stop eating everything that the wind blows. So I just did a Instagram stories today. An Instagram stories today. All right. Listen to the Instagram stories that I did today. And you know what it talks about? 
I don't care how many obedience. First of all, good job on the obedience. And I'm being 100% serious. I'm being serious on everything I, I, I say, actually. Um, no matter how many commands your dog knows, no matter how many it knows, that has nothing to do with stopping an unwanted behavior. Nothing. First of all, stop hand feeding the dog unless you're using food to train. But once a dog is proficient in that command, you should not be using She's food anymore. She's only 11 anymore. weeks old, though. Is that oh, Malinois puppy? Oh, oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, keep using food. Keep using food. It's a Malinois puppy. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. But leash pressure is different. Or watch a video on how to do a heel with food. Next. Connie, Jeff, how do I train my pity to stop killing snakes in my yard? So you need to snake proof your dog. There are people that travel around the country doing rattlesnake training. Look at up the videos on YouTube. It's going to be used a remote collar, an extremely high level, because if it was a rattlesnake, it would not be good. Next. Aubrey, leash reactivity on walks is getting better, but what about when the dog is in a downstay in public? My dog does better with movement. So how do I help him with his reactivity when he's in a down? So you, Aubrey, you have to set it up, Aubrey. You set it up and you do it in a area where oh, you can- Oh, hold on. There's another part. He doesn't want other dogs invading his space. And sometimes people let their dogs on a flexi come between my legs to sniff my dog. How do I advocate for my dog when sitting? You, phys you physically remove those dogs from your space and you yell at the owners. Uh, it's extremely rude. It's extremely rude to do. You are, you're sitting down, your dog is lying down on the ground and somebody lets their dog of unknown, their un, go up to an unknown dog, which is your dog. It's rude to do. So it's also dangerous to do. So that's when Aubrey, you're going to have to speak up and say, Excuse me, get your dog right now. And they'll say, but you're my dog's friendly. Excuse me, get your dog right now. And if you have to, grab the freaking leash and pull it away from you. If you have to use your feet, do that. It is an extremely, extremely dangerous thing to have an unknown dog approach your dog in general, let alone your dog in a downstay. Next. Marilyn, my husband got me my little dog when I retired. He was still working. Now he has retired and she just growls and barks at him. We put her out of the room to have some peace. My husband is not an animal person. He won't interact with her. Okay, he doesn't need to interact with her. You need to correct the dog for the growling or barking or it won't stop. You putting the dog out in the room actually um, is a reward. Um, so what you're going to do is the dog growls and barks at your husband. You say no and you bonk the dog. Next. Courtney... <laughs> Excuse I took me. a walk with my daughter and her dog and my reactive borble, and we allowed them to meet for our walk and was going well until I put tension on my leash. Then he got aggressive. Yep. I feel like if I hadn't put tension, he might have been okay. Agreed. But how can I have the confidence to believe that he'll be okay? <laughs> that's a catch-22. So, Courtney, that's what's great about my seminars. We do it there. But you're not at my seminar. So you gotta be quick, but just to let her, that's why if the dog's on a prong collar, that's where the pop comes in. And then it's not a pull. The way the protection dogs are trained is they're usually posted. So they're on a human or they're on a tie back somewhere and they're say on six foot of leash. 
And the decoy is starts out at maybe 10 feet away, comes in at nine, comes in at nine feet, comes in at eight feet, comes in at seven feet. And they're usually waving their arms or they've got a, or they've got a flirt pole or they've got something like that. And what they're doing is they're getting the dog agitated. The dog's at the end of the leash, pulling, 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 pulling. There's something called opposition reflex. And they feel that pulling and they want to pull against it even harder and harder and harder and harder. And then all of a sudden they get up on their back, uh, on their back legs and all of a sudden they bark, boom reward. So I don't do sport dog training, but that's a lot of, that's how the start of it is. It's a game. It's just a big game. Next time they like, maybe don't give the dog anything and the dog gets frustrated and they're like, oh man, I got to pull harder and bark louder. Yes, you do. You know what? I like that bark. There you go. So what you need to do is you need to pop tension on the leash, but guess what? You still need to proof your dog. Even if there is tension on the leash, they won't react so what do you do you will i would actually role play that tension on the leash start looking for the loading correct the loading next sheila said hey hey sheila caroline ready to start my almost five month old 40 pound doodle on e-collar using vibrate mode which command do i start with thank you both great job caroline don't use vibrate you shock especially with you living on the beach um start with the place command start with things in movement next um amariani my puppy is six months old now. When we go on walks, he seems to be nervous, barking at people because it's not a, a full-blown bark, but more like a quiet bark. How can I stop him from doing that on walks? Um, through So the question is, how do I stop an unwanted behavior? Through the application of a punisher. So what works? Water bottle, remote collar, prong collar pop, bonker, can't bonk in public. Okay. So... That's what you'll do. Now, some people say, well, it's not that bad of a bark. Okay, for all the parents out there. If you're, for all the moms out there, say your daughter or son screamed at you, F you, would there be a consequence? Sure there would. How if they whispered it to you? Would there be a consequence? <laughs> sure there would. <laughs> Okay. If they mouthed it to you, there'd be a consequence. If you were walking away, if you're walking away and you're walking towards a mirror and you saw your kid behind you flipping you off, there'd be a consequence. That was always the go-to under the breath. Yes. As you walk away, That's my right. mom would be like, what did you just say? <laughs> <Yeah>. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing, mom. Riley, she always heard it though, somehow. Yep. She yep. felt like supersonic ears. Yep. Next. Riley, struggling with confidence in myself, I have a five-year-old pit with a bite history, calmed his anxiety through your training and spent the last year correcting all his problems. Okay. So this is it. What's really great about my seminars is I empower humans. I empower the human. And so how, Riley, how do you empower yourself? How do you empower yourself? The way you empower yourself is through success. You have earned the right to be confident. You have taken a dog from not such a good place to a great place. You have busted your fucking ass. Look at how far you've taken this dog. This dog in someone else's hands probably would be dead right now because they would not have put the work in that you did. You, Riley, you did that. You did it. Okay? You are strong. You are powerful. You can do amazing things. Your dog can do amazing things. Trust your training. Woo! Walk like you own the fucking street. 
and you go and you put on your suit of armor and you go and nothing comes in and nothing goes out, meaning the reactivity of the dog. Got it? You got this. Next. Hype man, Jeff. Sawblade Entertainment. Would volunteering at a humane society be good for learning dog body language? It would be great for learning dog body language and also would be really good at learning what you should not be doing with dogs because unfortunately there's not a lot of skill set with a lot of the people that work there. But you absolutely will learn. First of all, you'll work with a lot of dogs. You'll work with a ton of dogs, which is great. Next. Scott, how many reps does it take for a dog to sit when I come to a stop on a walk? I've been implementing your touch on the back and my American Bulldog goes down when I do that, but it's not automatic. Just so yet. Scott, add the pop-up, leash pop-up. All right. So, I mean, you can do it as quick as three reps or 30 reps. All depends on how quickly you want to get to that pop for non-compliance. Next. Tammy, Jeff, we discussed seeing you in Canton, Ohio, but website says rescheduled. Are the October 23rd and 24th yes. dates? Yeah, they are. They are. They are. Yeah, we had a, um, there was a change of venue, same company, but change of venue it was a combination of that not being ready yet, as well as we had a we had a conflict with our schedule. So we had to change it. And it sucks because it's pushed all the way out to October because that's the only dates we had available that we could like there's you know us 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 and them. So those are set. Um if you can't wait till then, you can shoot up to um Chicago or to Elkhart, Indiana, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the, the, the Elkhart, Indiana one is a really interesting one because that pulls people in from Michigan, Everywhere. Ohio. Yeah. We get Wisconsin. We get definitely Illinois. We get Indiana, obviously. Next. 499 Top Chat from Jesse. Thank you, Jesse. Janice. Um, hi, Jeff. Janice in Fullerton, California. Oh, hey. Koa is doing good. Bonker worked wonders on his food and toy aggression. We will be, he will be six months in a week. Wow, we train him daily long. and take him on two walks a day. He went to Home Depot for the first time and did great. Awesome. Yesterday, there was even one of the loud beeping forklift encounters a few feet from him. Right. And he sat right next to me with no fear. I was so proud of him. Oh, my gosh. It's that. Wait, hold on. Let me just stop that right there. It's like, that's such a, that's such a classic Home Depot. It really is. The loud beeping forklift you encounters. Just, you can bet on it. Right. So it's that, always there. So that means there was like. A yellow sliding gate and someone there yep. with flags. With the flags. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like it's, it's a like, giant to do because they have to go down an aisle. It's like is John Travolta landing his plane on the, on the in the middle it's of the incredible. aisle? Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Brittany, I'm working on my long leash drag, my long leash dog training with my dog. We practiced before on leash and he performed well, but with the long leash, about 15 feet away, he seems confused down and come. Yep. On the short leash, we don't have an issue. Yeah. But in the scenario, he seems to be unsure of what I'm asking of him. Yeah. And we'll mix them up. Do I go back to short leash and take the word away? I also think I move my hands with certain commands. Can this be confusing? Yes. yes. The last part is yes, the command thing. So so this is what I want you to do. Okay. The dog are... Okay. First of all, dogs see in pictures. Mm -hmm. And the way it is, the way it works is this. The dog knows when you're holding the leash when you're dropping the leash yep. and when there's no leash, yep. they always know because they, they will actually be as blatant as like, they'll look down, they'll, look down. they'll actually look down. They'll and be then like, they're like, F you. That's why they're like, Bye. no leash, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yep. See ya. Yep. So I think, I think what, what has to happen is this. This is when again, compulsion training works great. Mm -hmm. Dogs on a prong collar. You've already put your reps in. You say here, the dog lies down, say no, boom, pop. And 
say here again and back up. Get the dog to come into your funnel. Next. Come into your funnel. Yes. That's what she said. Mikkel, <laughs> my dog has a problem with jumping on people when she's excited. When she has a prong collar and e-collar, suddenly she's perfect. But with those off, she won't let me correct. Should I do a bonker? So this is what I want you to do. Before you do that, Mikkel, is this. You have to dummy proof the dog. And what I mean by this is this. Prong collar on the dog. I've got a video on how to stop jumping. So watch the video on how to stop jumping. All right. So you're going to have the dog and have you or somebody walk up to your dog and go really excited to get them all. Oh my God, you look so great. Look at you. You're so beautiful. Like really, really animated, like really super animated. See if the dog will jump then. If it does, then bam. I demonstrate that at all my seminars. And I never have the person just stand there still. Why? It doesn't happen in real life. No. Everyone's going to walk up to your dog. Oh, my gosh. You're so pretty. You're so beautiful. Yeah. Next. Um, Anna. Hi, J&J. Two-year-old doodle has been collar trained for over a year. Now he's growling at me. For example, when he breaks place or tell him plays, he slows down and walking and growls, snarls, even at 100. <laughs> So Attitude. I was just gonna say oh I was just gonna say Anna. F you that's right. That's right. The first thing I was gonna say was attitude, and you beat me to it. It's like it's like it's like it's so incredible. It's like it, it's gonna be your dog literally has attitude. You literally your dog is saying fuck you. He's like, fuck you. Guess I'll go to place. But fuck you anyway. That's right. So I think you how old is the dog? You don't I know think she me. said one year. Yeah, oh, oh no, two. Two, okay. The dog's mature now, so you should have probably seen this sooner than this. But I just think your dog is is needs to be told. This is what I want you to do, Anna. I want you to be more demanding on reps. I want you to do frequent reps of lots of different things and hold the dog accountable for lots of things on the interior of your house. Run the dog through drills. So this is what your dog, your dog thinks it owns the freaking Shit, it thinks it owns the house. It thinks it can do what it wants to whenever it wants to. So you've got to tell your dog in very highly structured, coordinated training routines that, no, these things are not optional. And I will take no attitude from you. Next. Connie, the bonk works for me and all my nine dogs. Harmless, but gets to them mentally. Yeah. Nine it, dogs. Yes. Damn, Connie. It, it's like, I am so amazed at all these comments. It's like, there's videos out there that are like it, it, there's so much, it's so, it's been so funny these last three weeks. It's, um, uh, oh, one of the, oh, one of the, one, there's this campaign, you know, to close me down. Mm. There's a ton of campaigns right now. One of the campaigns, they used a photo from what's the last time we did Washington DC. No, no, New Jersey. Jersey, New Jersey. It is a dog. It is a pity mix. It has that it had that wide flat buckle oh, the collar. Dog. Yes. The protection dog. Yes, because it's a protection dog. It had a wide flat buckle collar on it. And it had some probably a remote collar prong collar on it. And it's looking up. And literally the narrative on that is Jeff's making the dog afraid. This is I me, took the photo. Let me I know. So that photo was taken the first five minutes of the seminar the owner the owner was holding the dog's leash yeah. i wasn't even aware of that dog in the room but they take photos like that it's looking at its owner why it's actually a it's actually a well-trained like, dog yeah, focus it's, it's, it's literally focused on its owner 
It is not afraid of its owner. I didn't even like meet the dog yet. Even if I did, so what? That's not the point. The point is people have got to start doing some critical thinking. And so what's the problem with the photo? Because it's wearing a bunch of collars? That They use that photo because- It's, it's a working dog. They, but they use that photo as the- to, to follow the narrative of how I'm like scaring dogs into submission. It's like scaring dogs into submission. I didn't even, colors. I said, I didn't even meet the dog yet. Interesting. It's so interesting. It's like people need to do their fucking research. It's so incredible. Not just for me, guys, guys, I'm going to survive all this shit. Don't worry about me. But it's like, is a society and for yourself, the amount of, death threats and hate and it's by the way it's 90 plus percent female that it's coming from it's which is interesting um it's the amount of death threats and hate that i'm getting in the amount the words being used and what they're wishing upon me yeah, and my in my family and my yeah. staff i'm like does your priest or rabbi or parents or children or like do people know you're like this I'm at least transparent. Yeah. It is incredible. I have to go repent after reading some of this. It's shit. like, it is incredible. And then the entitlement is so incredible out there. Like, anyway, enough. Um, so Connie's got her nine dogs under control. Nice. Riley struggling with confidence and socialization. Five-year-old Pitt, who has a bite history, calmed his anxiety and mindset through your training and I've spent the last year correcting his problem behavior. However, I'm still struggling to trust him mm -mm. and feel comfortable bringing him around new people. Any advice? Thank you both. So I think we already did that one, though. We did. So, yeah. so Riley, just if you're that uncomfortable, muzzle him up. Yeah. And also, just remember, the goal is to get him to exist around people, not interact with people. Next. Kihau. No, Kihau. Yes. Kihau says hi. Hey. Aloha. Hey, how are you? Aloha. Connie, but my pity won't stop going after snakes. Gotta correct you. I know. I know, hon. Well, we, we told you how to, we, it's going to be fixed with a remote collar. You're going to make it suck to go after snakes. But there's specific snake proofing videos you can watch. Next. It's called Rattlesnake Proofing, it's called. Next. I remember when I lived in Florida, Bert got bit by a little tiny gardener snake. Yeah. Right on his nose. Yeah. And I was terrified because I couldn't see what kind of snake it was. Right. I'm like, what if he was venom? I don't know. I just saw him get like bit and he like ran away crying. I'm surprised you haven't turned that into like a crocodile trying to turn to take his head off. I know, poor bird. That's your story. He was such a like young dog then, it, too. It was a little garden snake. That's what really happened. But the narrative is like, it was a huge crocodile. I was like so scared. I'm like, oh my God, what if it was like poisonous? Of course you venomous. were scared. I'm sure you were. Did you check it like every five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> of course I did. Jennifer. I bonk only after watching your videos and my dog is not afraid of my hand. Your dog, I've never seen a dog Go afraid figure. of a hand after bonking. I'm pretty sure a hand is not the same as a towel. No, it's not. Less as long as you say no, say no first. Next. Colin, split personality dog. Oh, yeah. At home in the yard, collar on, good behavior, no fence charging, no real reactivity. Collar off, well, not so much. He seemingly consciously adjusts to it being on or not. Does it need to be a 24 nope. hour thing nope. on a walk? He's an entirely unpredictable entity. <laughs> Never, ever an issue with humans of any age, size, etc. But other dog encounters are 50, 50, regardless of situation, yep. surroundings, activity as to whether he just watches them go past yep. or on the other hand goes completely apeshit. I'm assuming. Right. So this is the thing. It's, it's possible that you've been underwhelming your dog. It's possible that you've been underwhelming your dog. So, 
Okay, can you scroll down so I can actually address the person? Thank you. Colin. Um, Colin. I didn't know that when you're halfway down the screen. Okay. Don't Sorry. make that face. I'm, I try to address people by their names. Oh, roll my eyes. I'm yeah, so hard. I know. You did. You did the roll. Um, uh, so I think you don't have to wear a remote collar 24-7. I think the consequence, though, for the unwanted behavior has not been high enough to make the dog not want to do it, whether the collar's on or off. Dogs get collar smart, but dogs also get food smart when you food train them. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. It's like you tell a dog to down, it won't down. You reach into your pocket or a treat bag, dog flies to a down. Those are like the sometimes the more difficult ones yes, to work with. because the dog's never been held accountable. Yeah. So it's possible you're not holding your dog accountable. Next. Now you can scroll. Uh, Jorge, hi, what is the step-by-step -step to correct with e-collar? Mm -hmm. Should we first train recall, sit place with low-level stim and start using e-collar correction just when the dog is fully conditioned? So, Jorge, I need some more context here. If we're sticking with obedience, if we're sticking with obedience, the answer is yes. We never, we, we never, we never correct a dog. We never correct a dog for obedience until it absolutely positively understands the command never for behavior modification which is what we do a lot of you can correct the dog on day one like i don't need to train the dog to correct it for trying to bite me i don't need to train the dog to stop separation anxiety i don't need to train the dog to rush the fence so but for obedience we have a, it's on our Patreon channel. We fully show, fully show. We don't show corrections because I can't because I'll be kicked off platforms. Okay. So we show something called priming, CS, continuous stim, NCS, non-compliance stim. We go through the proofing stage. Then you get up to correction for finally for after you've done, done enough and done enough rep, reps. Three to 400 reps on the remote collar, starting off with, no remote collar and food, layering it with remote collar and food, taking away food. And then it's a whole program we do. It's a whole program we do. And that's what people don't understand is like for anybody that thinks that we're just, if a dog isn't down, we correct it before it knows it. That's just a false narrative. It's a false narrative. I have it nowhere. In my, <laughs> I, have it, I don't know where they got it from. Like what would even be the point of a boarding train? Right. Exactly. Just hit the button. What? Um, Cassie, what's bonking? A towel and hit on the head? So no, bonking is actually teaching the dog the word no. So this is the thing, Cassie. The animal kingdom, these are apex predators, your dog. I don't know if you've ever seen a dog kill something or attack something, but it's pretty intense. Leash reactive. People are struggling with all kinds of things. The, the, the number, the top three things we use a bonker for are over arousal, leash reactivity, and um, leash and then aggression. Actually, for anxiety in the crate, it's great for hitting the crate. It is a rolled up towel. I've got a full video on how to make one. I've got a full video on how to use one as well. You are teaching the dog actually the word no. So you're not just randomly throwing in a towel at a dog. It is used very, very specifically, just like rewarding a dog is used very specifically. There's actually a very specific way to use food in training, which we also do. So I've seen a lot of people food train wrong. Let me give you a good example. How could you food train wrong? We use a clicker in food. It's called positive reinforcement training. We tell the dog to sit. It sits. We reach in our treat pouch. 
The dog lifts its butt up, we click, and we give it food. Now, the click, which is the marker, was when the butt was coming up. We literally are training when your ass comes off the ground, you will that is the correct command and you will get a reward. So that is actually wrong. And it's the same with down as well. Okay, when the dog's down. So your markers are important. Your yes marker and your no marker. So it's not a, just about hitting a dog. So the false narrative that, that I don't need to defend myself at all. I've got a body of proof and 20 years of experience and full disclosure on all of my videos and I tour the world. It's not an ego statement. It's just fact. A little bit of history on me. All right. So I think it's important that, that people understand that this, this narrative that we're making dogs afraid of us and that's why they're listening is a false narrative. It's a false narrative. No, we're not. Now, do we utilize fear in training? Well, we need some context to that. You should be afraid of attacking another dog. So we, 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 we rehabilitate dog killers. We train dogs that bite children. We train dogs that bite people. You, there has to be a little bit of fear. There's fear in everyday life. In your life, there's fear. Fear is a powerful motivator. I highly doubt that if you saw a police officer sitting on the side of the road with a radar gun, you would speed up. Hell no. I highly doubt you would. <laughs> Why? Because of the fear of getting a ticket. So that police officer used fear to control you. They used fear to control your speed, control your actions. If you come in late too much to work, you can lose your job. So if you're running late, you fear is a motivator. If you don't perform well at your job, if you don't pass a test. So, but the narrative that we're inflicting harm and using fear on a dog to get it to do stuff, it's a false narrative. Next. Gabriella, what videos do you have that I can use before my GSC that gets very excited and aggressive with grandkids? So they're all of them, all of them, but you need to train your dog what to do and what not to do. So that's a one-on-one. -on -one. But I would start with all of them. I would start with what does your dog, I don't even know what your dog knows. What, and also what are the grandkids doing? Now, if they're just running around playing, having fun, that's fine. But if they're trying to hug the dog, that might not be fine for your dog. This concept that a child should be able to do anything they want to a dog is a falsehood. It's false. No, I don't think we should allow our children to do anything they want. Why? That's how children get bit. Next. Not just from your dog, but from possibly another dog. Next. Tammy, my dog does not react to the shot collar. I see her neck jumping, but she just stands there, froze like. So, Tammy, we hear that a lot. What do you want your dog to do? What do you want your dog to do? And does the dog understand what is going on? A lot of people have not trained their dogs what it means. Also, what's the quality of it? What you, the biggest thing is, what are you trying to do? Also, is the dog already in drive? Is the dog highly distracted? What level are you on? There's so many variables. Next. Cassie, I have a four-month-old Borable. I'm open to all methods that will work. LOL. She's very smart and started with the trainer this week. Awesome. Um, so 16-week-old, combination of food, a lot of positive stuff, and a do that dog absolutely should know the difference between right and wrong. Next. Kathy, how to correct pups who keep biting. So a bonker is great for that. You can also take your, your thumb, stick it in their mouth. But you get a puppy that's biting you, 
And if you say no when you bonk a puppy, it will stop. It'll stop. It won't hurt the puppy. I mean, you have to tailor it to the I don't know the size of the dog, the breed of the dog. If it's a Chihuahua puppy that's like 12 weeks old, you can't bonk as hard as I would with like me stopping aggression. Next. Dennis, I want to take the dog for a drive and they want to jump in the front seat. How Got do you it. Stop we answered that though. Yeah. yeah, we answered that. Got it. Thank you, Dennis. Ben, hi, Jeff. My five-month-old German Shepherd bit me today. How would you correct her for this? Thank so, you. So, um, well, it's too late now, obviously. So what I would do is if the dog's on a leash, if the dog is on a leash and you would correct the dog, if the dog had a remote collar on, you'd correct the dog. If you have your feet, you'd correct the dog, and that's going to be a hot button for a lot of people. Oh, my God. Jeff says to kick dogs. Well, you know what I did was I said to a dog owner who owns a five-month-old dog who got bit, also, I would need to know what was the scenario. Were you putting too much pressure on the dog? Um, I need to know a little bit of the scenario. But a lot of people, and that's not a blaming, I'm not, it's not a blaming thing. I'm not saying it's your fault. So a lot of owners will, a lot of trainers and people will say, well, you must have done something, but I do need some context to it. Cause I might say that's too much pressure. That's too much pressure to put on your dog right now. So, but a lot of people are like, oh, it must be the child's fault. That's why it gets bit. Yeah. Do you know how many dogs jump fences or run out of yards or break through screen doors and houses and literally attack children on the street? A lot. Do you know how many how, it's funny because I'm all over TikTok right now. I just sent you a TikTok video. Oh my God, that was so crazy. I might make that TikTok. You know what? It's public access. I might make it public because this woman is dragged down by her dog. Some she smashes shit. her face more than once. Her dog gets away from her and starts attacking a dog. And nobody can get a hold of this dog. And then she keeps trying to get a hold of it. She keeps getting knocked down, probably because she was she like, she had to have had a concussion. She probably or was dazed by being knocked down so hard. And yeah. it's also a big dog. And a lot of people would say, well, she shouldn't have such a big dog. Yes, she should. Yes, she should. And she didn't make this dog aggressive. You know? So I think that it's important that people need a little bit more of a reality check, I think, into the animal world. Next. Um, Anika said, thank you. You're welcome. Aubrey, the proofing with kissy noise is so important and fair and realistic. My dog held a down state, even though an unruly child tried to drive by, pet him while making kissy noises. Right, right. Jesse said, the god of dog training. Ha, right. ha, ha, dead. Yeah, people are like. Yeah. Yeah, it's so incredible. An it's so incredible. It's, it's not even about being an expert. It's about, it's like, who, like, it is so, it's been an incredible. I've loved observing these last couple of weeks. It's definitely it, interesting. It's really Some interesting. insight into human behavior. Yes, yes. Cassie, what do you use if you're not supposed to use a harness? They can slip out a collar so easily. Because harnesses are not for training. Uh, for, they're for pulling. Absolutely for pulling. Because, and if your dog walks perfectly on a harness, use a harness. But if your dog doesn't walk perfectly, a harness is not a good option. Because the way the leash is attached, it encourages your dog to pull. Absolutely a dog can slip out of a flat buckle collar. Well, that's why they also make martingale collars. Mm -hmm. Martingale collars... A properly fit martingale collar, dogs are usually not historically not slipping out of. That's why they make choke chains. I don't use choke chains, but that's why they make choke chains. That's why we love prong collars. Prong collars act like a martingale, and it's also a great training, great training tool. Next. Mikkel, do you think people struggle with trying to teach a command too fast or too slow? Yes. To both. Next. 
Carrie, I absolutely love your straightforward canter and ways. So Carrie, the ironic, th thank you so much for the kind words. The ironic thing is what you like, other people don't, don't like. They hate and, it. And guess what? What about that straightforwardness and that confidence? Do you like? And it's interesting because it's probably a mirror into you, right? And that's why people hate it because it's people are probably struggling with some self-worth issues mm. and they're threatened by it. Also, anybody that is knowledgeable about a topic should be confident about the topic. Someone that works with dogs like I do that are usually life and death situations and somebody that works with dogs who have worked with so many clients whose life sucks, literally their lives are miserable because of their dog's behavior, should be as passionate as me and should want the, the suffering to stop. Not the suffering of the dog, the suffering of the human being. And I think there's a lack of empathy out there totally. for owners that struggle. Yeah. There's a, that's, what, that's what's been revealed these last couple of weeks is there's this been massive, massive lack of empathy. Yeah for humans that are struggling. Have you ever thought that there was actually some really badly behaved dogs out there? Right. And for these 20,000 people that have sent me shit, 15,000 people that have sent me shit, and probably for the, I, I mean, the last time there was a petition out to, to close me down, they had half a million signatures. Half a million people signed a change.org uh, petition. Yeah. By the way, guys, those are scams and they're archiving your email address. So they can send you spam. Okay, just to let you know, that's what it—that's what change.org really is. Just to give you a heads up. Okay? They're worthless. But to somebody, they're worth something. But it's not who you think it is. Okay? You've just put your name and information now that goes into a database. It's online that now gets put into your little online profile. So there's half a million people. I'd love to see those half a million people's dogs. Yeah. Next. Dennis, I have two dogs going in the car. We already read that yeah. one too. Okay. Marilyn, my three-year-old dog is very jealous of my husband. He got her for me when I retired three years on. He's. Did you read that? Yep. I read this yeah. one too. Huh. Possibly just an answer. There's more detail to this oh, one though. Okay. So three years, he is retired, is not happy home. He's not a pet person at all. He won't interact with her at all. I'm sure if he would interact. If he would, we would all be happier. She takes him her ball and sometimes he will kick it or throw it, but he won't touch her or give her a stroke. She barks if he gets up or if we are chatting. I put her in another room. If it gets too noisy, what can I do? So this is the thing. So, so Marilyn, what's easier to change, your dog's behavior or your husband's behavior? Considering that your husband retired, unless he retired at 24, I'm going to figure he's going to probably just not like the dog which is fine. It's your dog. That's fine. So that means you'll be responsible for shutting up the dog. So I think I've already, I already mentioned how to do that next. Jacqueline, I'm a new dog trainer in Labrador, Canada. I mainly work with e-collar and larger breed dogs. I recently signed up a client with a 14 year old Shih Tzu that has started attacking the husband. Yep. Should I be okay to train this dog in the same manner I would a younger dog? Do you have any advice or suggestions for working with an older dog? Yeah, so it, I mean, there's 14-year-old dogs that are that are healthy, and there's 14-year-old dogs that are like on death's door. Also, if it just happened, we rarely, rarely ever 
will say, have a vet checked. But at 14 years old, and if it just started being aggressive, I go to the vet. If it's a Shih Tzu, I wouldn't pos- I wouldn't be surprised if it might be, there might be some spinal issues there. I'm not a vet. Don't take medical advice from a dog trainer. Don't take <laughs> medical advice from a dog trainer. Don't take dog training advice from a vet. Okay. Um, but I would have that dog checked up. And a lot of people say, well, no, the, the vet says it's fine. I'm like, no, 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 no. Blood work. X-rays. MRI. The whole shebang. Make sure this dog is actually healthy. Next. Eric, good afternoon, guys. Hey, Eric. Hey, Eric. Eric how are you, buddy? Hope you're feeling better. Andy, hey, I have a one-year-old pit who loves to play very rough, but it gets old for my 10-year-old lab. Yep. Should I correct any time puppy wants to play when it's not playtime? Should I stop all mouthing and wrestling? You need, Andy, great question. If you don't have two willing participants, yes, it has to be stopped. Next. Mm, Megan, another question about my 14-week-old GSD. He comes from the Schutzen line. We're going to go into that training, so he has a positive outlet for his energy. In addition to obedience training, he at times likes to latch onto me, not being vicious, just playing and being a puppy. I tried to redirect with pulling him nope. off with a leash or redirecting with a toy. Nope. I was advised to correct him by taking him by the scruff to get his attention, not to hurt him and say no. By correcting him, I don't know Okay, what so this is, is the thing. So first of all, I like how you worded that and you try to avoid it, the not hurting. Okay, if my dog was hurting me, I have no problem scruffing my dog. And it's not to get his attention. You're scruffing the dog to actually make it uncomfortable for the dog. It's okay. It is okay to scruff your puppy. To, it's, you don't just, you're not just walking around the house and saying, oh, look at my dog. It's sleeping. I think I'll scruff it. It's like, no, your dog is biting you. You say no first. Always say no. That is your marker. That is your marker. It's no. And then follow that up with something. Scruff the dog. Lift it up. It's got to stop biting you. Do not redirect. You know why? Redirecting, all you're doing is training with positive reinforcement to make more of the bad behavior. Let me give you an example. The dog is biting you. You're told to redirect. Give the dog a bone to bite instead. That is literally called positive reinforcement training. The action of biting you, a reward follows. You are literally training your dog to bite you. No, 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 no. I'm redirecting. No, you're not. You're training your dog to bite you. Because if that's called redirecting, then when you sit and give it a piece of kibble or give it a treat, is that called redirecting or is that called rewarding? Ooh. Let's get our story straight out there, guys. And you know why? Nobody wants to talk about correcting the dog. Nobody wants to talk about a one-second well-timed discomfort for the dog. This narrative out there that all dogs should be trained with love and affection because they're God's creatures. That's a bunch of fucking bullshit. Dogs kill people. Dogs kill animals. We have worked with numerous dog killers here. We've worked with numerous dogs. When I say numerous, we're talking into the hundreds and thousands who inflict bodily harm on animals and people. 
oh, the, it must have been something the owners did. You're right. It is something the owners did. You know what the owners didn't do? Scruff the fucking dog when it was 14 week old and tell it to cut the shit. You know what they did instead? They redirected. Or they ignored. And ignoring means yes. Next. Damn. Sorry. You're going on some rants tonight, Am I? dude. We're only at 535 for questions. And it's 621. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Your show. You don't have to apologize. But I'm just saying, though. These are all important points. Dropping some fucking knowledge. Because, because people are fucking struggling out there. Yeah. Um, and, and it's my job to stop it. Next. I think I heard Morgan in the background over there, too. Shit. Kyle. Oh, no. Kai. My dog walks on an e-collar heel pretty well, but she has leash reactivity. When she's loading, how do I snap her out of it? I've never been able to do it with a prong. She's black lab mix. So you don't want to snap her out of it. You want to correct her out of it. Bonker. Or high leash, high remote collar correction at the loading stage. Next. Ashley, you ever come out of Minnesota? Um, it's not in the cards right now. I, I would, but there's nothing, in, there's nothing on the schedule. It's close to there, though. Aren't we going to Fargo? Fargo, North Dakota. Is that close to Minnesota? It's in the region. Yep. Um, Janine, I was super small hands. Can I use a magazine instead of a towel? No, use a towel. You can hold a towel with super small hands. Do a smaller towel. Just do a smaller towel. Or do the same towel. Just don't. You can still use it. Yes. Don't use a magazine. You can hurt. Magazine actually is not good to use. Next. Denise, it's so helpful to listen to others' questions and your answers as well. Yes, I want her to be great as well. Awesome, Denise. Demon dog, buddy. Damn, these dogs are ripping ass. <clears throat> Um, it's so helpful. I already read that. Demon dog buddy. It's been so long. Yes, it has. Where have you been? I miss you all. I have a dog that is that I'd scared of so many things. What should I do to build their confidence? Once he is scared, it's hard for him to focus. Not very food or toy. Right. Motivated. Exactly. Well, when dogs are afraid, they, 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 won't, they won't take, even if it was food and toy motivated, it wouldn't take food or toys. That's the fear. That's what fear does. That's what fear does. So it's no different than, oh my gosh, you know, you're, you've just, you know, you, people like us losing our appetite. You know what I mean? So the act of obedience, training your dog, holding your dog accountable, lots of rules, lots of structure, find things to go over, under, through, expose your dog to as many sights and sounds and sensations on their feet as possible. Um, that will help build their confidence next. Angelina, thank you so much. You are right. I do not want to be the me, me, but I absolutely am totally interested in having a one-on-one -on -one to build a stronger bond with my fur baby. So, Angelina, cut the shit. That's it right there. No, cut the fur baby <laughs> crap. Cut the fucking fur baby cap. You got a baby next to you. It's a live one. A real baby. You got a real baby in your bio. Okay. It's not a fur baby. It is it's a, a dog. It's a dog. That won't help any. Next. Connie, I'm going to make it rain. Take it off, Jeff. <laughs> hey, I haven't seen a fucking dime from you, Connie. All right? 20 bucks at least. Next. Pauline, if you want to Venmo me, I'll put it on my Instagram. <laughs> Pauline, I'll tell him that it's for personal training purposes. 100 bucks. <laughs> you're, you're trying to monetize me? You're trying to pit me out now? What the fuck? You're going to make money, man. Pauline. We're from Scotland. We use an e-collar on our husky. What a difference it makes. It totally yep. gives our dog so much freedom on a walk. Pauline, get on your fucking rooftop and scream it to your rec to, to the rest of the Scottish. Do you know that 300,000 people in the UK use remote collars? 300,000 people, including high-ranking government officials. I got their names. I got their addresses. I got photographic proof. It's so funny. They vote against it, but they use it at home. Next. Lori, so are you saying that my dog should not work for his meal once they've mastered commands? 
Correct. Yeah. You'll be for 14 years, you're going to do that. Now, that doesn't mean that they can't work, you can't work your dogs, but doing are you really going to do reps every single day? You can if just you take, want to if you want to, if you can, absolutely. If you want to do reps every single day, but once a dog understands stuff, now just hold them accountable. It's going to become a pain in the ass. You can take a bunch of food, throw it, throw a bunch of kibble on the ground, let them hunt for it. You can do that. Next. Um, Jennifer, my dog got snake vaccinated because she saw me fear react to one. It began protecting me. I have since corrected this dangerous, annoying behavior. Nice. Um, Angela, thank you. I know that's what is probably holding me back is the heat that's going to come with it, but I want to stand up for what I believe in. It helps other dog owners. Yep, absolutely. $5 top chat from slightly better than average Joe. Nice. Nice. You have to take off like one piece of clothing. Isn't that how that works? <laughs> take off a sock or shoe. You go right for you. You, know, you, you probably went no, right for you your always top. start with the socks. You didn't. You probably dropped your pants. Fuck no. Lynn, I was told in like an earring. <laughs> I was told by a trainer it took them three years to get their dog good at obedience and heal recall. They do not agree with punishment. I don't want to wait three years of being pulled around on happy walking. But so three years, they don't agree with punishment to whom? To the owner, but they don't agree with punishment. They are punishing their dogs. See, people that are against punishment are punishing their dogs. As soon as you put a leash on a dog, you're using punishment. A leash on a dog is a punisher. News alert, everybody. A leash on a dog is a punisher. For all the people that like to quote science, a leash on a dog is a punisher. I'll let you figure out why. Read the word. Just read the, read, read, the, read the textbook if you want a definition. Next. Aubrey, thank you for the tips on speaking up and advocating for my dog. I feel guilty for not having done that more often when my dog was younger. He's now 16 months. I'm worried he's lost trust in no, me. No, don't worry about it. You can get it back, Aubrey. Demon dog buddy. I recently got a new puppy. He's seven month old GSD. Nice. He had some separation anxiety, how to help. E collar, vibrate, or shock sometimes quiets him down, but it will continue to bark. Prolonged correct will cause a longer outburst, won't stop at all. So you might have to do a bunch of different things. You might have to bonk the, bonk the crate. You might have to bonk the dog in the crate. You might have to use a water bottle. You take the whole nine yards. Next. Jessica, how do you know if a crate is too small or the right size? If it can turn around in it? Yeah, if you lie down like a sort of like lie down in a horse. But a lot, of, a lot of dogs, when they lie down, sometimes they spread out. Sometimes they curl up in a ball. All depends. Sometimes they lay on their back. So, yeah, enough room for them to spread out in. Next. Cassie, do you do any seminars in Vermont? Um, we had one scheduled, but we um, we actually postponed it. Um, so, but come to the Rhode Island one. It's not that far away. Next. Michael, hate to, but got to go. Okay, see you later, Michael. Jennifer, on your site, which prong collar do you recommend for a medium dog, red healer, pit mix? Are the prong collars the same on your site? Yeah, we use we use Herm Springer prong collars. So you mm. either, I, what's the what's the what's the breed? Uh, red healer pit mix. It's tough because like sometimes on probably the two two five. I do two two fives, but you just need, gotta add extra. You gotta add extra links to it. You better off buying two 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 fives and then combining and the combining links. the links yep. if you need Next. to. Alicia, I love watching these and feeling like I'm doing the right thing. Six month tree walker off leash, e collar trained, shot collar has been key for respect and confidence in the dog. I've never loved the puppy stage so much. You are a truthful soul when it comes to training dogs. I'm hooked. Thanks, Alicia. I think she's new too. Thank you, Alicia. I appreciate your kind words and congratulations for doing it on, on all the kind, the, the great work you're doing. Next. 
demon dog buddy i mean he will bark and bark yeah. or even howl as long as he's being corrected yeah. even if he's laying down with his head down he will bark you you okay so who's that demon dog yeah the demon dog just to let you know we struggle with some dogs too mm -hmm. we get dogs in here that we're like fuck man how do we get past this we just we just do we just don't quit. time and consistency yes, yes. uh cyan right is that how you would say that mm, uh, yes having a very hard time with my seven-month-old shepherd she barks growls has snapped at my mom and the trainer I've had the dog since she was 10 weeks old. Not sure where this behavior came from. My two and a half year old shepherd doesn't do this. However, my older one has started barking at cars as they drive by. Not sure what to do at this point. So first of all, you're working with a trainer. So your trainer that has any skill set whatsoever should be able to fix this. Okay. Seven month old dog is all becoming a teenager now. So a lot of bad behaviors happen. Don't compare any of these three dogs with each other. That's like comparing three children with each other. They're all got different DNA inside of them and all different genes inside of them. Also, what I want you to do is the barking is easy. Get yourself a, a bark collar, remote collar, say no, correct the dog. The first dog is seven months old. That's going to be more complicated to do, but you're working with a trainer. So the tree, can that trainer, is that trainer capable of stopping an unwanted behavior? If they're not capable of stopping an unwanted behavior, you need to find a trainer that understands how to stop an unwanted behavior. It's one thing to start teach something. It's nothing to stop one. So as far as the, what is it doing? Barking and biting? Yeah, snapping. So snapping at you, you need to learn how to bonk. Guys, I will preach bonkers all day fucking long. The bonker is the best bad behavior stopper. No and bonk. Next. It's 6.30. Sorry, guys. I know. That went quick. Sorry. We got to go. We, we got to go. And food. Emma Badger never got back to us about what exactly is she's mad yeah. at. Mm. Sorry, Emma. Sorry that you're mad. Sorry you're angry. You know, it's, there's, there's some, I got some great, there's some great blogs, some great audiobooks that you can be reading. Start your day off with them. Um. Maybe we should start talking about mental health more. I think more people should be in yeah, therapy. Yeah. $5 top chat from Mitchell. Thank you so much, Mitchell. Thank you. Yeah. It's like, what's there to be angry about? You're angry at on my show helping people? Mm. Wow. That's always interesting. Mm. All right. See you guys later. Good night. Good night, everybody. We love you. Can't wait to see you again. Bye-bye.